0: Welcome to the Hopathetically Podcast with Nikki Downtown and Fat Nate. We provide thoughtful and correct answers to probably the most important questions in the world. I'm a New York City-based comedian. Nathan is a New York City-based dyslexic. Thank you so much for being here. We hope you enjoy the show. Hopathetically, episode 30 with Nick Dizzy and Nathan Jizzy. I just thought of that. Yeah, wait. I are, thought of that just yeah, now. I, I can tell. It's like very apparent. When did I write that? Right now. Mm. Nick Dizzy. Whoa, whoa. Where am I going? And Nathan Jizzy. Oh, we're doing radio noises <laughs> this one. Ah, oh, Nathan Jizzy. We got a big announcement from the last uh, So t- t- We're filming this on We're filming this on a Wednesday Monday, Nathan Nathan Jizzy did stand up for the first time <laughs> Yeah, not Nathan Hopping When I get up there, I remove that name It's that a stage a name, yeah. it's a whole persona mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't that isn't me when I'm when I'm on stage. I'm Nathan Fat Nate isn't who I am. Nathan Jizzy. Mm-hmm. Nathan. He gets up there and he's like, my jizzy. pants. Are so, there's so much wet happening yeah. in my pants. Can anyone please? Can I please? He just asked to borrow underwear. That's his whole act. Mm-hmm. He's like, do you have mm-hmm. any extra boxers? Please. I'm up here and I'm I'm jizzy. I'm Nathan Jizzy. And what's weird is I'm I don't even say because I'm embarrassed about that I jizzed myself. That's the weird part. Is that I'm not comfortable with that I am jizzy. I Nathan didn't Jizzy want... was a name given to you. Yeah, I didn't want to be Nathan Jizzy. I am Nathan Jizzy. But you just get, you just keep getting jizzy. Mm-hmm. I heard about a guy whose fetish was that he likes to get in crowds and then pee his pants. That's amazing. And his, I, I forget who this was, but his girlfriend would make excuses. Like she'd be like, oh, he was just hammered. But he's like, not hammered. <laughs> just totally sober, you know, calculating the check correctly after dinner and then just pees his pants. Does he have sex later? Or is it like, how does he get What's off the of- point? Yeah, the pee. I don't. I don't understand any fetish where you don't come at the end of it. Like, I do. W- what is it? It's it's perpetual edging. It's just you know you pee and then you pee again and then you pee again and then you have kids and then you pee again. Your but kids like, go to college. You're proud of them. You pee at graduation. But like that, you said he got off on doing this. What is he getting off on? The pee is getting off. No, it's not. Because mm-hmm. he because he holds it for a long time until the pressure builds. It sounds like it's not a fetish. Just that he has a problem with holding his pee too long. It's, Do you think getting off means getting to pee? It's peeing, right? Like I got off <laughs> several times today because I was very hydrated and I had a lot of coffee. And then pooping. No, no, is. Yeah. I'm giving not, birth. Yeah, I'm not gonna change you. Little hacky. Little hacky. Yeah. Starting off a little ha- Nick Hacky and Nathan Tacky. Is it Nathan Tacky or is it Nathan? Tacky, Tacky, Nathan Ftacky and Nick Hackey. So Nathan did his first set. So we get there. I'm the comedy shuffler. I'm on stage behind all the newer comics as they tell their jokes and I riff and whatever. And so we get there and Nathan's like, oh, I'm not doing... St-. He really pussed out. He goes, I'm not doing... Stand-. And I said, Nathan, I'm going to get a Nathan chant going and then you're going to have to do stand-up. And he's like, yeah. ugh. And so then the end of the show, I'm like, all right, that was a show. By the way, my brother came. He's in the front row. He said he was going to do stand-up and then he pushed out and this woman in the back just starts going, Nathan. Nathan, and then they get going, and then Nathan gets up and has a a set. What I was angry about Was not that that happened But that I told you A hundred times I wasn't doing stand-up And then Katie calls me The next day And she says Oh no I knew this was gonna happen Nick told me this was happening And I was like Okay so you This was premeditated It was definitely premeditated And the uh, I I had fun So Nathan gets up there He stands up there And then he can't remember His first joke He's like "Uh, Give me a second And I start screaming At the audience I was like That is my brother And I love him And if you don't give him a second I will fight you Several times I threatened to fight the audience On your behalf I think my story is a story that we've all, that a lot of, it's how a lot of stand-ups start. They go to somewhere and then they get socially pressured and cornered into doing stand-up without their consent. Most stand-up is not consensual. No, yeah. Oftentimes the audience and the comedian doesn't want to be there. Why the show persists, I do not know, but we do all of them. You would think at least one person is into it. Like they're, they get off on setting up and socially getting everyone invested and forcing to do it, but I don't know if that's the case. I think it's a. I think it's one of those things, they all think everyone else wants to be there and do it. If we all just got to ask, like, hey, do we all want to go home and everyone could just speak openly, there just wouldn't be any more stand-up. I sometimes ask audiences who are bad why they are bad. It's a funny question because they all came to the show hoping to have fun. That's why you come to any event. You're like, oh, it's fun. But then for some reason, the the this particular group of people, the way they mesh together was not fun. And I'll go, do you- you know you're a bad crowd and a lot of times they say yeah we know I, I don't know i get it i mean i exclusively go to comedy shows to get the crowd to start screaming that i come on and i don't sign up for any show i just wait for the crowd to get me up there i would never and do sit it in the front them. like oh stop yeah <laughs> after the show it's always you and the lady who started the chance splitting your ten dollar <laughs> and free beer that yeah. you get from the show <laughs> exactly that's i didn't get free beer which is the worst part actually you wouldn't get money either if you no no if you're a random no no no, no. i want company. i want the audience to want me so i mean i get it if i would imagine bad shows are actually just a bunch of people that just want to go up there on stage and are waiting for everyone else to chant for them but we can't all do that because i mean imagine if what would happen we'd all just chant our own names just be a bunch of people in a room screaming their name it wouldn't like the uh the pirate court yeah everyone always votes for themselves (laughs) but then this one lady votes for nathan (laughs) could you imagine in the pirate court if someone had started chanting (laughs) like instead of jack being like elizabeth swan while everyone else is talking he's just like liz Liz, 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 Liz. Liz. Yeah, you can't shout and no, it it, like cut off. Yeah. You can watch Nathan's first set ever with my amazing commentary and me telling you how much I love him on our Patreon right now. And tell us, what do you want on the Patreon? Is it dick pics? Because we have those, we just don't know what to do with them. <laughs> the thing with dick pics is you have to you have to conform them to the medium. If it's Instagram, filters, lighting, whatever. TikTok, it's music and it's wagging. You got to get the dick wagging like this. You shake your hips. I think if you, are you taking these are dick videos. No, no, no. dick dick gifs. Just I'm just imagining someone taking a dick pic and just being like. Oh, what do, what do I do with this? I have no idea. I took it, but where am I like what am I going to where am I sending this to? I have no idea. And he's just scrolling through apps like email, text messages, like uh, social media. It's like where does this go? Yeah, it's like when you're new to crypto and you have a whole bunch, you're like I know this has a lot of value. I just don't know where. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe we just put our dicks on the blockchain. Maybe we put our dicks on the blockchain. <laughs> yeah. How do you think you would feel if your dick spiked in value? If, if it was just so volatile, you had the most vol- and then other people's dicks weren't just you have a really volatile blockchain dick I'd just be living on the edge, dude I'd be so nervous about the day my dick is not valuable anymore. Like then what who am I like everybody's I- speculating on your dick? Yeah, my personality ever since my dick started spiking up and down my personality has just become my blockchain penis Eventually your dick's a bubble and people aren't speculating based on how hard they think your dick could get <laughs> It's how hard (laughs) they think other people think it's a pump and dump. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they're, they're like, pumping dumping nathan's dick if you know what i mean nathan never comes that's how the value would be on your dick. it's how full of cum can your dick get and then when you come it's a bust yeah i was going gu- <laughs> and then you bust. i was gonna wonder i was gonna say most um cryptocurrencies are traded by like the perceived value it will have in the future <laughs> but you seem to think it's based on how erect or how much it how thing- full of cum yeah. The the good stuff. I want to teach an economics class, and when I explain boom-bust cycles, I'm going to say a, the bust is when the economy comes, and it makes a huge mess, and that's why everyone loses their job. We had a really gross episode last episode. Can we... Like, this is about economics. I mixed, what if... All right. What can about we, can we future we do, nickname for Nathan, can we do, the, the cumster? Can we, the cumster. Stop. Can do we, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Dumpster full of cum. Uh, yeah. Nathan. Yeah. Nathan Hopping yeah. the cumster. Yeah. We can't... Yeah. This episode's brought to you by toilet with a face drawn on the bottom of the lid toilet with a face drawn on the bottom of the lid it's open hello it's closed it's sad i was gonna say this episode is brought to you by those like you know when you're in the like a porta potty and you say call this number for a good time it's it's brought to you by them they are just looking for friends and this was the only place they uh, this is like the only place they could figure out they're like oh this is probably the best place to make friends like they tried other things they went the normal routes like social media and tried meeting local people in their area and none of it worked. And this is their last resort and they desperately need your help. Call them immediately and tell them you care. They all meet up at like a bar. <laughs> Are you guys from the Porta Pretty? Yeah, hey! Yeah, you're 703? Yeah, I'm 703. Porta Potties. You take a shit, you turn around to check out what does your shit look like? You were just looking at somebody else's shit. Oops. Oops. <laughs> this- Somebody else had corn. God. That's how you know it was theirs. I, I, All right. Talk me through it, Nathan. The mm-hmm. game is Duck, Duck, Seduce. Am I 12? I don't want to be 12. You are not 12, but so, but the people you are playing with are, to, you are a camp counselor. These are children. Duck, duck, duck. Hey. No, no. These are all adults. They were children, and they've grown up unmolested. So there's no weird feelings. Everyone's there, and they're excited. They're jazzed. I think the name of the game is to do as many ducks as you physically can, to just get people really wanting it. And by the time you... You're at thirty, forty ducks. That seduce is going to be pretty damn nice. They're going to feel pretty wanted, and that's how you get them. It's like the duck, duck, goose equivalent to negging. The one you're really going to eventually <laughs> seduce, you go around a couple times. You're like, duck, duck, fucking duck. Am I? <laughs> I mean, this is a duck if I've ever seen one. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. duck, 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 duck. Yeah, duck. You- <laughs> <laughs> Can you put gum in her hair? Duck. How do you seduce them? There's a young woman sitting there. She thinks she's a duck. You've called her a duck several times. You put gum in her hair. I think I'm... You said ho- she has flappy titties. <laughs> You're negging her. You say she has scoliosis. Wow. You say she's not attractive. You say she's a bad person. You are negging her. You Neg- say her? her family comes from poverty and it's not noble. You say she smells. You say when you see her, you become a worse person. You are negging her. You say the thought of sex with her is so repulsive that you cry. Negging. <sighs> I said all that? <laughs> yeah, you said all that. Oh man. Would it be too much to go like, ah, it's just it was just I was just goofing. It was a goof. Do you want to grab a coffee? Then she starts running. Remember, still Duck Dr. Seduce, you gotta get her. <laughs> I have to seduce her before she gets back in the, the circle. <laughs> if she sits in the circle without giving you a little smooch, <laughs> the end game here is a smooch. You thought I was gonna go really dirty. Just a little smooch. I, it, it still doesn't feel that consensual it is consensual I'm chasing someone to get them to smooch me yeah you can also yell smooch me if that helps do you know what consensual is yeah as long as you announce what you would like to happen it's okay (laughs) (laughs) yes no i have consented (laughs) to you smooching me no it's all consensual everybody's there by choice it's you know they're playing duck duck seduce they know what the game's called okay so i think i just after i do the goof thing the next thing is you got to stand right just right where they would run just block them off a little bit so you get maybe a little more time not for anything bad just so you can talk to them more because you're gonna need every second but it's not like that like you're not blocking them off they could escape if they wanted to i'm and not you doing probably anything. won't hire them on future projects that you maybe would have hired yeah, them for yeah. they can escape whenever they want yeah, yeah, yeah their career may not i don't know <laughs> but that's the game yeah that's just duck duck goose i mean duck duck seduce duck duck seduce duck, duck, goose is a game for children the fact that you got them mixed up is fucked up yeah i'm now blocking them off but totally leaving them a way out. From there, I think you just try to have a reasonable conversation mixed with almost an, uh basketball-style defensive guard moves. I think it's that simple. Okay, so what would you do? I would definitely say duck, 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 and then I would get a, I would, in someone's ear, I would say duck and go around again, duck, 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 duck. And then you don't seduce them. ASM, it's very ASMR. But I really go for the. Are you go, go for the wait, tingles? So they, so, but the problem is now they know you're going for them. No, then I go for someone else. Everyone else uh, is getting jealous because I'm not ASMRing them. It's an, it's another neg strategy. I really think my pr- the problem with Duck Duck Seduce is that the meta game is just all negging. I would get it. I would seduce them so well that they would chase me. I mean, I've seen it among some of the pros, but I don't know if it's really it's a it's a hard strat to pull. Like, do you think you can get it to work? Like. No, <laughs> no. I could see myself going in like pathetic. <laughs> I'd go and just start listing all my flaws. Go mm. duck, duck, duck. Look, I know I'm ugly. I know I don't make a lot of money. Whimper? I know I'm not very talented. You should whimper. But between. I will treat you so well. Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you want. I don't even. You can even have sex with other people. <laughs> I can. I just ask that I. I would like to watch. And if I can't, I totally understand. Cuck between cuck steps. Seduce. Cuck. cuck. <laughs> Wait, so you just get cucked a bunch and then you try to seduce someone? Yeah, so I'm just going around selecting the bulls. I go, cuck, 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 that's my wife. Maybe the game could just be cuck, cuck, bull. Everyone's wives, after they've signed consent forms, stand in one corner, and then all the guys, cuck, 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 bull. And then those three guys sit in chairs in a closet, and then the one guy... Plows all their wives. Well, he's it. He tries to plow all their wives before I tag him. Tag (laughs) Now, I plow their wives. <laughs> there's a guy plowing. He's running around. I'm chasing him. He's dicks out. He's like, come here, wives. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, I'm going to get you. But he's quick. He's full. All right. There's a baby. In the mm-hmm. womb, but instead of kicking, it just says things. So you put your ear up to the woman's stomach. You hear the baby go, soon. No, nope. I know the answer. Yeah. I know the answer. You, you just get back up, you go back to the Supreme Court, and you show them the weird talking pregnant woman. It's like Donkey from Shrek. As soon as she's in front of the court justices, the baby's silent. And then the mom starts doing the thing. She's like, Talking baby, I love to talk. I'm a talking baby. I'm in the womb. But then the the baby gets flight powers. Temporarily, and then the baby goes. You've never, you've seen a dragonfly, and you've seen a bird fly, but you've never seen a fetus fly. And then the woman's dragged up by her stomach to the top of the room, like she's possessed by a demon. But then the stuff wears off, and that's when the guards with their spears do if, what they. If we are still in the courtroom with the Supreme Court justices, I think if, if you if they see all of that shit, I think they will understand. Oh, I think they won't. I think they're like, I under, yeah, I see. Our decision stands. You know what? There is a good point to be made. People were like, well, what if you abort the next Jesus? He would probably be the closest candidate. He's He flew. If anyone's going to be the next Jesus, it's most likely going to be him. Is that what people say? What if you abort the next Jesus? Yeah, something like that. That'd be even more inspirational. Yeah. Why would that be even more inspirational? Regular Jesus died when he was 33, pretty young. But if this, if a new Jesus dies when he's seven weeks, I don't think that, I don't think it's going to, cause you would have the, an old man on a cross and then you'd have like a hook on a penis and you'd have to have both side by side. What if Jesus is aborted mm-hmm. at seven weeks? And, and then come comes back, back three, three days, days later, later as an ab- still in the womb. And then the woman just has to give birth to Jesus. Again? Yeah, so she did the abortion and had a stillbirth. It was very traumatizing. <laughs> and then she wakes up, Jesus is back. And then he, he just ruins that woman's vagina and then ascends to heaven. Doesn't even touch ground, just <laughs> out and up. <laughs> and then also all these people are like big fans. They're excited about They're it? They're bringing gifts. You go on a tour, you, that, you, you, you write a book... And you go on a press tour about how you gave birth to Jesus. I was trying to think of a fun name for the book, but I don't know that many books. I couldn't. (laughs) I don't know what books are called. What are books called? Yeah, I don't know. There's Dictionary. There's Tuesdays with Maury. I think that's it. You know, all the words in Tuesdays with Maury are also in Dictionary. If you think about it, the Dictionary. Yeah. The greatest story ever told <laughs> once that's not true. Dictionaries have the words many times. We should stop doing the podcast really late. Yeah, what if Jesus is getting crucified and this guy just keeps stopping it? And then Jesus is like, No, you just chill, just, 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 just fine, fine, no, Jesus, <laughs> no, and then, no, he, no, okay, just, and then just, when they try to stab him in the side, he gets stabbed in the side. She's like, Oh, fuck. Dude, I can I can come back. You're fucking dead. The guy just takes, like it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. I'm dying for you. And she's like no, nah, all right. It doesn't it doesn't mean as much. And the guy collapses and she's just like okay, good. all right boys. Resume. <laughs> and then they try to stab him and the guy's not dead. He was just faking. He goes, <laughs> "No!" And she's like, "Oh my god, dude." He's like, she me- just starts to get annoyed. Yeah, yeah. And then the guy's like, "This means so much more because you only live once and it's so valuable." And she's just like oh. Fuck. They put the crown of thorns on Jesus' head and the guy goes, No <laughs> and Then he pulls it off and starts licking the wounds. <laughs> so he's it's kinda gross. He's a weird dude. And at the end he's like, Were you were you Jewish? Were you one of my like followers? And he was like, No, I'm not. No, I don't no. believe in any of that shit. No, this just was fucked up. Yeah, I just, I just was walking by yeah. and I thought, ow. <laughs> yeah, what about those other two guys, like to my right and left, that also got crucified? And you're like, fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. Yeah, that's not... They're criminals. Mm-hmm. They're Nothing monster. wrong with being the king of the Jews. Yeah. You want to hear a funny Bible fact I learned? Yeah. So on Palm Sunday, Jesus rides into Nazareth on a donkey. The translation originally, and I don't know which translation, but there was a translation that's like an old Greek one or something, was Jesus rides in on an ass and then it's like, comma, like a donkey that's that's how it's written but when they translated it they didn't realize this like a donkey they didn't understand what they were saying so they have jesus ride in on an ass and a donkey jesus is riding in on two donkeys like they're next to each other and jesus is like (laughs) hello i have two donkeys for i am the son of god One donkey would not be enough. I would crush the donkey with my weight, but then I would forgive it, for I am Christ. Do you think when Palm Sunday we know what's on the donkey, do you think people would still see him in the same light if as he was walking through and they were hitting with the palm, he's like, no, ticks, stop. Stop. I don't think he hit. I don't think people hit Jesus no, no, with they, the They palms. brushed him. I would hit the fuck out of him. I would definitely slam him. Like, they hit Jesus with the palms. <laughs> yeah. What well, was it? Palm one. fight. <laughs> Jesus' is like, I hate this. Donkeys, run. <laughs> yeah. And then they got all out of sync and then Jesus fell and then they just hit him with the palms. Yeah. It's actually a misnomer. People think it's called Palm Sunday. It was actually called Palm Fun Day because they all had a lot of fun with those palms. You know what I think would be a fun amendment for the Catholic Church? Ash, Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. Catholics. Here's my amendment to Ash Wednesday. Normally you Go up and they do an ashes. It's a cross with ashes on your forehead. I suggest with the ashes you write Jesus's full name across their forehead. You write Jesus question mark, and then on their chest, oh yeah, Ash Wednesday. You know, it'd be fun also is if somebody didn't use any kind of moisturizer or cocoa butter, and you saw them and you said, every day's Ash Wednesday for this guy. Can <laughs> you imagine a priest? going to do the thing and he starts to and he rubs your skin and he's like "Ugh, you have enough ash yeah i don't even need it yeah you just he just scratches your forehead and watches the flakes and he's like (laughs) "Whoo, whoo. jesus forgive this guy yeah one every time (laughs) what we what was the actual question you imagine a priest with like a huge dong jesus could we just you imagine it huge so big you can like make out a bulge under the robes and the robes are loose huge dong. Okay, what was the original question again? It was, can you imagine a priest with a huge dong? So big you can see the bulge under the robes? Huge dong. What was the actual question? It was, can you imagine a priest with a huge we're dong? Not, we're not, we can't. So big you see the bulge under the robes? I'm huge dong. Obviously can't add this. We don't need to add it. It's already in there. It's in there. No, we, we, can, we can't. Were you thinking I was going to film something like that later? <laughs> it's just me and my car on the way to work. Huge dog. G <laughs> or priests with... What if a G's... How big do you think dad's penis is? What? You smiled. Now you have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> what answer would be good to this? The correct one? I, yeah, I guess Actually, that you would it, be problematic. Yeah, <laughs> if think, you nailed it. Yeah, if you get it right. Too big. Down to the quarter of an inch yeah if you if you if you go too high it's weird if you go too low now your dad's got a small penis that means you probably have a small penis that would be a fun game show how big is your dad's penis it doesn't it's not it doesn't roll (laughs) off the tongue so easy how big is your dad's penis at the end how do we prove it we show everyone your dad's penis? Yes. It's blurred, so it's okay. <laughs> it's blurred, but you still see the length. That's all you need. Yeah, the ruler next to it is not blurred. You, you guess, and then someone, the next guy's an asshole, and they just guess like one inch longer. And they're like, oh, fucking asshole. If you guess it exactly right, you win a prize. You win your dad's and penis. And you don't have to touch it. <laughs> but if you guess low, you're still in it. If you guess high, your dad walks out naked. And he goes, thank you, son. <laughs> and then he leaves. If you had to touch your dad's penis, would you touch it or would you smack it so that way you're like keeping up the masculinity. You could like do that or you can be like Yeah, I was going to say open hand front slap feels That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot is happening with yeah. the open hand front slap of your father's penis. Yeah, 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 kind of a back a light a light back tap. It's like a fun... That's like, like a prank. Like, yeah. uh-oh, gotcha. Whereas yeah, yeah, this yeah. is like, yeah. father. I don't think you say anything. What was the original question again? Baby that mean? talks in the womb. Wow. We got far away from that. Baby that talks in the womb. Yeah. So there's a baby. It doesn't kick. It talks in the womb. Someone tries to give it a, an abortion and the baby keeps insisting that it's just it's just pasta. No, I'm not a baby. I'm just... I, fa- <laughs> I'm fat. I'm just a fat tummy. Had yeah. a lot of pasta. Yeah, yeah, You wouldn't abort pasta. That doesn't make no sense. You know, that Alfredo gets you real bloated. <laughs> Did you just talk about how it's about to be poop? I'm almost poop. Not poop yet, but here I go. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. And I'm that, poop. And then after the poop's in the toilet, it's like, that's me. It's like it's kind of sounding like coming from my stomach. Nope, it's coming from it tries the toilet bowl. to do pole. like ventriloquism. <laughs> that's me. I'm poop. And then you flush and it's like, oh, no. And tries to do the Doppler effect. No. And then it waits for your next meal. Goes- And you're like, I heard that. It doesn't actually know what you're eating. So it it hears chewing and it's like, oh, it's me again. I'm your your turkey sandwich. Yeah, I'm a bunch of nuts. (laughs) I didn't have nuts. I'm little pieces of plastic. I didn't eat that. Okay. (laughs) You're trying to become a writer. Um, and you wanted to write historical fiction, but your publisher just keeps pushing you to write erotic children's books. What do you do? And I'm not saying books for children that are erotic. I'm saying erotic versions of children's books. Like that, like you You have a passion and you really want to explain World War I, but you are just, you can make the sexiest green eggs and ham. A, a sexy green eggs and ham has some immediate <laughs> and pressing consent type issues. Where he's like, suck my dick. She's like, I do not want to suck your dick. I do not want to on a train. And he's like, we're going to ruin the train. Come on. He keeps it. She's even going to rhyme. He keeps interrupting. Come on. Come on. We've been together for eight months. Just suck my dick. (laughs) Suck my green dick. You just thought writing the sexy version of the Lorax was just a way to break into the writing game. But that's all they want from you now. Yeah, I keep pitching. I'm like, what if it's World War II? Except the SS was never established and my and my editor's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's interesting. And then the cat in the hat and the thong comes in. <laughs> what does he do? What if the Lorax spoke for the bitches? Like he was a pimp. What if we did that? And it's like, is it still... Yeah, he's more- like, everyone keeps fucking these bitches, but I keep trying to save them. He speaks for... Everyone it. keeps taking hatchets to these bitches. <laughs> it's still about cutting down. <laughs> everyone <laughs> keeps slicing the women and I, for one, am against that you know it'd be fun. Remember Goosebumps by R.L. Stein? Nobody really read those except the kids. The adults never read those. They're like a oh, fucking horror book for kids. There's just really sexy chapters in there. Kind of non sequitur. <laughs> like, who is even this character? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think we've met her yet. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene about a ventriloquist dummy trying to kill everybody, and then in the middle of it, it's just this very raunchy sex scene. Yeah, it's just this boss teaching his secretary. <laughs> yeah, and they and they try to he tries to wrap it in. He, he has the the ventriloquist dummy like hiding in the closet about to kill them, but he waits for them to completely finish multiple times before he comes out and does anything. He's just listening. You know what would be fun? What would you do if you're watching a porn, like porn that you Mm -hmm. liked, and then right in the middle of it, someone just started freestyle rapping. (laughs) And and then the lights got brighter on the, and the rest of it (laughs) faded away. But they weren't good. The director was like, cut! You were supposed to call her a dumb slut. <laughs> Why is this rhyming? There's no rhyming in the script. He's like, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. What do I tell her to do with books? There's Judy Bloom. She solves mysteries, right? Yeah, it could be sex mysteries. Where is the clit? <laughs> That's the only mystery. Into the every week, like, every week, it's where's the clit. Yeah. yeah, and at first it's like sexy, but then it's just because she's like a young woman. She's like, but really, where is it? She goes to Egypt. <laughs> where is the clit? And at the end, she just had to go to her local high school where they taught her about anatomy. Like, there it is. Yeah. She's like, would have saved a lot on plane tickets. Yeah, <laughs> I would see what you do as a history person. I would have Judy Bloom looking for the clit which is my specialty, mm. but the backdrop would be uh, Paris 1939. Bombs are dropping, mm. swastika on the Eiffel Tower, crying in the streets. Judy Gloom on the hunt. Where is clip. the clip? Where is... Running away from Nazis, yeah. running towards... And at the end, it's just Anne Frank's diary. What if Do you think it'd be successful if I marketed Anne Frank's diary uncut, <laughs> and I just, see, I just added a bunch of shit that's not really there, but I just kept saying, like, no, this is the full thing, and it's just like... But shits and stuff i was constipated today but then i had some milk and i guess that loosened things up (laughs) had to do it pretty quietly it's not a story at all it's just just the shits (laughs) and frank's but it's not even uncut well it's uncut do you think it raw? you're in middle school there's a monster under your bed you go mom mom comes you check under my bed mom looks under the bed he's the monster mom and the monster they start dating stepdad is the monster under your bed What do you do? He wants you to call him Dad. Yeah, that's that's my first thing was I was gonna say, I'm not calling you dad, monster. Call me dad. Yeah. Just because he's not your father doesn't mean he's a monster. His name is Jerry and he's wonderful. Yeah, your father's a monster. Everything you say about (laughs) the He has horrible vicious claws and he (laughs) disappears in a puff of red smoke. So does you know who does you You know know who disappears? Your father. (laughs) Mom, he eats children. At least he has a relationship with his children. Where's your father? (laughs) Every day a woman is divorced, she becomes more Italian slash Jewish. Where's your father? Mom, you don't talk like that. Where is he? Mom, you're from South Carolina. Where's your father? (laughs) I haven't seen him in a month. Mom, what even is this accent? (laughs) It's like, well, mom, could you at least tell him to stop sleeping under my bed? He, he goes into your room, and then in the middle of the night, he just goes back and lays under my bed and hides under it. You're weird. sleeping, and then your mom and the monster are like making <laughs> out under the bed. Shh! You're gonna wake Mason, mom. You only yell now. I'm divorced. <laughs> this is the divorced lady. That sounds like the parrot from Gilbert (laughs) (laughs) Gilbert Godfrey did. Divorced women are all voiced by Gilbert Godfrey. I thought it would work out, but it didn't. Ah! (laughs) What, do you, what would you do? I would try to ask questions about being a man and puberty. and Monster would struggle a lot with those. I'm worried i try to get a priest in there. To kind of, like maybe it's Satan. I can do some kind of weird exorcism. and he He's like, kind of on my team, but not in the right way. I'll be like, yeah, we should get rid of him. And he's like, exactly. The Catholic Church does not allow for divorce. This is not allowed under God. And you're like, no, 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 no. I'm, he's a monster. And he's like, like, so is your mother. Yeah. They're defiling marriage. We should get rid of both of them. And he's like, God. He comes in and he just starts exercising the wrong. See your mom and he's just like, Hoor! <laughs> I paid you 50 bucks for this. That'd be funny. As an exorcist, you come in, like as a bit, if you're an exorcist, you keep exercising the wrong person and you're like, Ah! Got him! <laughs> he's right. on the ground like, oh, And you're like, Be gone, devil! Just to like, the mom. <laughs> and she's like, It's not me. And he's like, Oh, sorry. You're just devilishly good looking. And then he ends up marrying your mom and fucking your mom. And now you have two ex-dads. And a priest as a new dad. What do you do then? Do you just get another priest? Yeah, you keep getting priests until you get molested. It's hacky. You know what's a more original angle is you come down on the side of the Catholic Church and you go, hey, you leave the priests alone. Those boys were being sexy. What were the priests supposed to do? You ever see a little boy sing? That's a unique angle. That's what separates us from other podcasts. You know Star Trek? You are the inventor of this teleporter and you're showing it off to people and you're trying to sell it. And the problem is they keep asking like they're like we're pretty sure that you're killing that guy and you're making another version of him over there. And that's definitely what you're doing, but you have to convince them that, that is either not a big deal or that is not what you're doing. Like they're like, "Uh oh, man, I think that the guy was screaming in agony and then the other guy appeared looked baby fresh." Yeah, and the second guy appeared before the first guy <laughs> disappeared. Yeah. There was a mar- <laughs> when there was two! We we're not... What's going on with that? Yeah, and you'd be like, no, 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 no. like, that's... I didn't see that. <laughs> that's not... And you're just like, your only note is, like, curtains. I'll get curtains for the teleporters. Good note. And they're like, but is it still killing them? That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the curtains that I need to add to the teleporter. What if there was a teleporter that, so you teleport, you get, you hit the button and you and you phase out, mm. and then like a kind of different guy appears. Just a different <laughs> dude? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Nathan? And he's like, nope, just, um, I'm Chris, and I gotta get back to work. You always are very busy. Mm-hmm. Whoever comes out is like late. Yeah, well they came in the teleporter a different, maybe that's how it works, maybe it's just, you teleport in, and then at a random time later, when a different person tries to teleport, then you get to come out. There's a big, like, a line? Yeah, there's a line. You teleport and you just appear in a line. Yeah, like you. Oh, I didn't know it worked like this. Yeah. I'm surprised, to be honest. Yeah. I am surprised by the line. Mm-hmm. And there's no air conditioning. No, it's, it's air hot conditioning. and you yeah. have luggage. You're like, yeah. what is in this and luggage? Then, and you look down the rain and you're like, there's still TSA? Do I have to take off my shoes? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Do I have pre-check? It's like, nobody has pre-check. You're waiting in the line just like everybody else. You post-check. Once you get through, we check again. Yeah. <laughs> at least we missed something. Do you think if you were at an airport and you found an empty table and you wore a decent outfit, you could convince people you were post-check? And you could look through everyone's bag and you could just take stuff? You'd be like, you can't have this on the plane. They're like, that's money. And you're like, yeah, you can't have money on the plane. It distracts the pilots. The pilots need <laughs> to be focused on doing their job and not about pay raises. Everyone knows when you put money on a a plane the pilot just loses their mind we call it pilot nip in the industry That's hey I, mean. I wrote a joke hey do you get this this is like a classic joke my wife diagnosed with stage four cancer only one possible way she could survive a little bit longer it was an experimental uh, trial of a new drug but the thing is it was lung cancer and my wife was a smoker so they wouldn't let her into the trial and, and no matter what they wouldn't let. I mean she's a smoker and then you know And I said but I you know she's such a good person and, yeah but there's other people who are just as good who never smoke so we have to let them in uh, you know even if we do let her in there's still no guarantee she may get the placebo i don't know but i just begged i begged the doctor to let her in i told the doctor i said doctor take my wife please <laughs> do you get it yeah apathetically episode 30. Hey, follow our Patreon. I'm working on setting it up right now. If you subscribe to our $5 Patreon, you get an extra episode of Hypothetically every month. If you subscribe to Hypothetically's Patreon at the $10 level, you get all of our different little mini series Support us on Patreon. We are about $1,000 in the hole. We would love to make that back. Woo! Nathan hasn't paid for any of it, even though he makes six times as much money as me. I also do all the editing and all the jokes. Hypothetically, episode 30. Thanks, everybody.